What's up, everybody? This is Chris Young. You're listening to The Quad with Chris Young. As always, we've got Ryan from Miami. Hi, hello. How are you? Producer Josh. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And Haley the Bear. This is a sad Monday. Sad? Why is this a sad Monday? I thought all of us were in a good mood. <laughs> then I remembered how last night ended. Oh, yeah. Do you want to- <laughs> 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 well, let's just go there first. Let's go to sports. I just blanked on which one's right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, label, label your buttons. buttons. We never do sports. <laughs> sports. Yes, we do do sports first. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we do. Oh, so you want to just jump right into uh, the Bears? You mean the you mean the little baby bleep yeah, bears? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, wow, they were bad. So bad. Like the defense Did you gave expect up. anything less? I expected the defense or to more? put up. I expected the defense to come through and not have it be 40 something. It was 25 to 41 <laughs> at the end. Like, and of course, at the very end, we kept putting up points. And I'm like, that doesn't matter now. Why do you guys do that? Like, it did if you had Allen Robinson on your. Ah, <laughs> yeah. You're going to beat me this week. Yes, I and am. By the way, you aren't going to beat me because of that. You're going to beat me because of my team absolutely laying down and getting run over by the Washington football team. <laughs> and gives it, did he have 40 points? Did he have 40? Was it close? It was like 36. Mahomes? No, Gibson. Oh, Gibson? Yeah. 39 points. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Three Thanks. touchdowns. Yeah. Amazing. That's, I was talking about fantasy football. Yeah. Yeah, where, no. where you're also about to get beat, Bear. I'll still be in the lead in my division, but I'm about to get beat again. <laughs> my team is just crapping themselves. All right. Kyler Murray <laughs> got like 160 yards yesterday. <laughs> Would that be defined as pooping down the leg? <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, a way that you could put that right, yes. Uh, also, can I go back to the Bears real fast? Oh, God. Courtesy of The Ringer. That is another scoreless third quarter for the Chicago Bears offense. They scored once. Week one, zero. Week two, zero. Week three, zero. Week four, zero. Week five, zero. Week six, you got a touchdown. Touchdown! You got seven. Week seven, zero. Week eight, zero. Week nine, zero. Week ten, zero. A bye on week 11. <laughs> Still a zero. And then this week, also zero. <laughs> what? I don't wow. I mean, you're sp- that's, that is the time... If anything is an indictment of his coaching, that's it. Because when you come out of the locker room, then you're supposed to have some stuff figured out. You're supposed to have seen what they're giving you, the defensive tendencies. That's when you're supposed to be able to manipulate and score against a defense, show them a different look that they haven't had in the first half. And you guys suck at that. Fake gold. That's what Nagy is. Fake gold. That first year we had him, he won freaking coach of the year. We got into the playoffs. After that, (laughs) who are you? What are we? We are nothing. We are trash. We are dumpster fire. Our defense can't even keep up with anything. Well, here's the thing. I I wouldn't put that all on the defense because if your offense is that bad, you're continually putting your defense on the field. But they didn't even try. Did you see last night? They like, come on. Last night was not Bears it's, defense. It's Aaron Rodgers. He can make any defense look like that on a given day. In comparison, while the Bears have only scored one third-quarter touchdown all season, the Chiefs have only twice not scored a third-quarter <laughs> touchdown. You want to talk about that? Dude, first of all, I know you're excited. Your team looks fantastic. Again, and w- which is awesome for you because we've talked about this, but anyone that's a Chiefs fan – has gone through years of misery. 
to get to where your team is good. It's the sweetest feeling I've ever felt (laughs) in my entire life. Um, Tyreek Hill went nuclear yesterday. First receiver to go over a thousand yards this year, by the way. (laughs) Well, he had 200 in the first quarter. What what did I text you, Josh? I text you literally with like a minute into the game. Tyreek Hill's going to eat today. And that's exactly what he did in the first quarter. What, what was the name of that, that guy that he torched all day? Carlton Davis did Yikes. not have a good day yesterday. Yikes. Rough. Rough. Um, have like a, he was doing the Carlton on defense. He was. <laughs> um, you know it's bad when Tyreek is doing a backflip into the end zone to score. I did. That disrespectful. is so disrespectful. <laughs> disrespectful as hell. That is so, it is just a middle finger to that defense. Ah, it felt so good. Um, we did do the thing that scares the hell out of me about the Chiefs, where we let off the gas because we think we are uh, impervious to comebacks. I, I, I mean, you kind of are, though. They kind of did catch up, though. They, it was 24-27 is not... That's too close. Yeah, but it, I don't think that score tells the story of that game. It doesn't. We were... By the time, by the, time the second half happened, we were throwing to Demarcus Robinson. We were... Throw, like you didn't it, care. No one you cared. Care. No, Le'Veon Bell was eating. Like it was just like, okay, cool. We'll get the the second squad. Yeah, get them some second, touches. The second you, team, I mean, yeah. but they did have to get that first down at the end of the game to to have the clock continue to run. I mean, yeah, they, I, no, and they did, and they did because you don't have to worry about that as them. And I agree what you're saying. They don't need to let off the gas. They they need to you know. I'm not saying we need to run it up forty to seven, <laughs> right. but like. It needs to. It needs to be on thirty four seventeen, and I would have been like, "Cool, we're good. Next week, see you later." Right. So, I'm still a little concerned about that, but kind of like what happened at the end of the Titans game, where they Derrick Henry just demolished totally the Colts. Totally. Oh my God, Derrick Henry. He had a he had a goal to beat his record. (laughs) He did. He by the way the the two times that that defense, which is a fantastic defense, has been run on like that the top two running backs that have put up the most yards against them, both times they've seen Derrick Henry. Yep. He's a big boy. He's huge, man. And and by the way, so quick laterally to be that big, I, I know we always talk about how much of a athletic freak that guy is, but oh my God. Well, and it's weird breakaway speed too. Like he's so, he's, it feels like he's, it's slow to get to the peak, but once he's at the peak, he's gone. Yeah, it's you're re- not getting him. No, it's really interesting. It's it's actually like it's refreshing to see a player at a position that's been so devalued in the sport actually dominate in the way that he is doing. It's 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 impressive because running backs have become a dime a dozen, but Derrick Henry is somebody who actually changes a football game. It's it's cool to see, and it's really cool to see a running back that is the bell cow running back so to speak um and i i hate that term but it just is a term they throw out all the time it's interesting to see them not fumble like zeke elliott mm-hmm. yeah i'm back to being depressed about my team again <laughs> welcome so, to the party it's great it's you know what's sad is that miami isn't as depressing as both our teams i fits magic not fits tragic told you yeah. i called it you did Hmm. Boom. They were playing the Jets. But still. <laughs> it doesn't oh, matter. What would you have said hey, if that was Tua? It would have mattered. The only a lot team more. I would have rather played was the Broncos, and that was the week before then. Ouch, by the way. Ouch. Um that was and I, I was trying to write this down. Uh I, I saw a headline that said this is the first time since Tim Tebow played for the Broncos that they have not completed a pass in the first half. 
They're the first team to do it since like 2010. What a stat. Yikes. I still love you, Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good thing I am, for me to reference Tebow in that, that light. He was but still totally. undervalued. Yeah. I, am, I am confused. So... They were all together. All all of the quarterbacks were together. One of them tested positive for COVID-19. And because they weren't wearing masks and they were close in proximity, they're considered high risk. You can't trade for anyone because if you did, they would have to go through protocols for COVID-19. They couldn't get rapidly tested? So that's my, my, no. my question. No, you have to quarantine for five you, days. Yeah, you have to. to. Even being around anybody. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So, That's the rule. So that is why they were okay with moving the Pittsburgh Baltimore game because they can do five days, but they couldn't move the Denver game. That now, that's, as oh. far as moving the game, I don't know. I, I don't know about that. But here's the thing if Denver's just like, hey, we're going to take this L, they're Might like, let's well just play the game. Who would do that? I mean, I guess Denver. <laughs> Denver would. Evidently, <laughs> evidently, Denver would do that. Shout out Oof. to Colorado. Great state, but what? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, and this is borrowing from the great Bomani Jones, I have seen the Broncos beat a team in the playoffs without a quarterback before. Yeah. It was the Steelers. Wow. 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 Dang. She didn't she didn't get that. Yeah, back. she didn't get it. All right, let's uh <laughs> let's move on. By the I way, I just you. want to shout out one of my favorite teams in the nation. We're gonna to go to college football. Coastal Carolina is for real. They are legit. CCU, come on. Man, I, I, I've i never been... Wait, wait, your favorite teams in the... When did, when did you adopt Coastal Carolina as one of your favorite teams right in now. the country? Dude, I've, I've been talking <laughs> about them all season to friends. I'm like, dude, they're amazing. Like, they always cover... And they just that, out of okay. Nowhere. That's ah. why. That is why. That is there. The truth comes out. The truth comes out. Yeah, but they they are fantastic. And uh, you know who's not fantastic? Who was uh, supposed to be? And this this beautiful window of possibility was open to them because Ohio State's not playing, and they're in the same you know conference, and and they've been doing really really well. And then they lose to Michigan State as Northwestern. <laughs> What's that funny to you? <laughs> just, just another Chicago team losing. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Uh, you know who didn't lose? That is like you. Uh, you can't lose to Michigan State if you're ranked 16th, and all you have to do is win out. You cannot lose to that team. So I've been thinking about this all year long. <laughs> Gosh, this has been a year where we have had over 100 college football games canceled or postponed because of this virus. Right. There are Ohio we knew, State is We need that going in, right? We're just yeah. no, no, happy for whatever level of football no, we get with there, trying to be safe. There's been over 500 games played, so you can look at it on the opposite side too, and that, that in itself is an accomplishment. But Ohio State's like 4-0, and obviously they just had this past weekend's game canceled. Uh, how, like this season has to be one where you just write it off, Right. And that's not just me speaking because my team sucks this year, but like this has to be, <laughs> no. this has to be a year where you just write it off. That no, in just casually, just because my team sucks this year. I, you know, we just have to write this year off. No, look at the, look how my team is doing this year. Like they're doing fantastic and they're still playing. And no one cares about the Gators this year. Like that's the thing. No, no, I mean it in the sense of like, like nobody seems to care. Like, no one cares about you. Hit the button. <laughs> no one cares about you. Stop it. 
Yikes. I actually had an argument yesterday with a friend of ours about Kyle about Trask, me? and he goes, "No, oh. not Trask? everything is about you, Ryan." Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Kyle Trask, just go back to Kyle Trask. So I was having an argument with a friend yesterday, and they were just not about Kyle Trask. They said he's nothing without Pitts. Well, Pitts okay. was out for like three games, which well, that totally beats their argument. Yeah, that right invalidates there. that argument immediately. But I'm just, that's what I'm trying to get at. I'm like, do you, have you not been paying attention? I get it. You're all about Trevor Lawrence and that's okay. Like Trevor, he's, he's he great. He fantastic. <laughs> Everybody's good. like, oh, there's going to be rust. I'm like, <laughs> he looked great. Not for sunshine. I still, I still think Trask is way up there with them and people, they're still not giving him enough credit. All right. It, we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Right. At this point, if you got to pick three, it's Trevor Lawrence. Kyle Trask, is it still Fields? Is he still three? I'd take Fields out after that awful Indiana game, honestly. Yeah. That, that's my question. So who else would you put in there besides Fields? <laughs> <laughs> nice face. Who's right? Right? What was that noise? <laughs> Who's Coastal Carolina's quarterback? <laughs> Ian, Ian Book, maybe, for Notre Dame? Which, okay, wait, time out. By the way, you say that awful Indiana game. They won. Yeah, but he threw more picks. He came into that game with four career interceptions. He threw four picks in that game. He was awful. They didn't win because of him. They or won they, in spite or of him. Or were they really good? Is, is Indiana good? <laughs> Week nine. Again, 2020 <laughs> oh conversation. That, That's why that this... dude that started this at the beginning of the year is probably like, why did I do this? Yep. I, if he's still listening to this podcast, I am so sorry that we continue to doubt Indiana. And we will answer that question next week. <laughs> we'll answer it at the end of the season. Exactly. TBD. Still TBD. Oh, man. My apologies uh, to Matt Damon for not getting the time to get <laughs> I mean, they beat Maryland. Yeah. They beat Maryland 27 to 11. Uh, so, Ryan, you still haven't given us your uh, who would you put in for the Ian third? Book. I put Ian Book, Notre Dame quarterback. Ooh. Uh, actually, you know what? I like that pick. I think a lot of people are sleeping on Notre Dame this year. I really do. Even though I they're dominating? It doesn't matter. I, I think a lot of people are sleeping on them because they're like, oh, if Trevor Lawrence had played, it'd been a different outcome. The fact of the matter is, he's playing great at quarterback. They stepped on North Carolina the other day. Uh, it, it came out. Everybody's like, oh, see, they scored on them, and, and there was turnover, and like they're going to run away with it. This is going to be the trap game. Nope. They came out the second half. They made adjustments, and they scored in the third quarter, unlike the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Good teams do that in the second half. <laughs> can, can we just agree that Notre Dame needs to be in the ACC full-time? Like, I think it's so much better with them being in a conference. And then competing against the likes of Clemson and you know, I, Miami. I think it's fantastic world. with them being in a conference because I, I know like we're going to get to see them and Clemson play each other hopefully at, at the end of the season. I think it's going to be awesome. I like it. Do we think Notre Dame could beat the Chicago Bears in a game? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to be that crappy. Maybe, maybe the Jets. <laughs> South Bend, Indiana is not that far from Chicago, so we can uh, we By can have way, this play. All right, can I can I say as a sports fan, everybody always makes that joke. No college football team. I don't care if it's Alabama versus the Jets. No college football team is going to beat a pro team. It's just not going to happen. There's too many very large older no, men on that team no. to take and them down. Ryan, Ryan, don't. stop it. It's have when, you, have oh, you seen no. the Jets? Yes. Not to mention it's completely different rules. Dude, I, uh-uh. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. Yeah, not, not only the rule set, 
Not a chance, dude. Sorry. It is, it is <laughs> all they're doing is drafting the best of all of the college people uh-huh. on every team. Uh-huh. And to then of those people into their system. And of those people they drafted, then the best of those actually make the starting the starting eleven and all that stuff. So like the, there's no way. No question. I'm just gonna say one thing. One thing only. Adam Gase used to coach my football team. Okay. I know what he is capable of doing and, <laughs> and oh it's, it's being very terrible and they are very terrible. So Nick's give Nick Saban like a two week bowl prep against the jets. Not a chance. No, Todd might knock him off. No, not, chance. no. no chance. No, no chance. Sorry, happen. bud. Those linemen are bigger, stronger, faster, faster. They got more facial hair. <laughs> Who's stu- who's stu- <laughs> <laughs> they make anyone, more money it, per year. No, it, oh, no. It'll anyone, come down oh, to, oh no, oh no. It'll come down to that one rookie having to start against them, and it's going to be <laughs> anyone that doesn't know that reference. That's from the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> the Mighty Ducks too, isn't it? They're bigger. They're stronger. They're yeah. faster. They've yeah. got more facial hair. They're talking about Team Iceland. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you have not seen Mighty Ducks two, what in the hell is wrong with you? Stop go watch the pod right, right now. now. Go Just watch. Go it. watch that. It's on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> Don't worry about it. I, know that. <laughs> I might have Disney Plus. I might watch D one, two, and three on a regular occasion. Okay. Don't know. And before we get away from all this, we have to say if you just type in Vandy, the very first thing that comes up, as as it should this weekend, is the kicker Sarah Fuller. Vanderbilt kicker Sarah Fuller made history on Saturday when she became the first woman to play in a Power Five football game. And that is amazing, and it should be celebrated, and it's awesome. But I'm always going to be disappointed that Vandy sucks so bad they couldn't get her close for an actual field goal try. What the hell, say, Vanderbilt? The, the first thing when I typed in Vandy that came, comes up is Derek Mason fired. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that happened slightly after. Okay, that's that's not what we're talking about, though. <laughs> I know. I'm just, for the record. Okay. But Sarah Fuller, like that's such a cool moment. I, I am disappointed that they couldn't get close enough or have Get for her to have points. a field goal try. Even though this is this is very good, it's not what everyone wanted to see. We wanted to see her kick the field goal. Yep. Right? Yep. Absolutely. And by the way, a lot of people were like, oh, that kick sucked. It's a squib kick. Like, she put that kick inbounds exactly where it's supposed to go. That's how you're supposed to execute that kick. It was a cool moment. A moment long in the making. And I'm glad we got to see it, regardless of what it was. I know it was anticlimactic, but it was still a pretty cool moment to take it. It's an awesome moment. And the play like a girl on the back of the helmet, I thought was really, really cool. Oh, and I didn't see that. Yeah. I missed that completely. Yeah, on the back of her helmet that she wore, it says play like a girl right at the base. Should try to get her on the on the pod. She's local. <gasps> we should. Wow. Didn't I might have to go that. make that ask. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool to ask her like what it felt like and, and the difference. Obviously, just won a, a championship as the goalie right yeah. with with the Vanderbilt soccer team so uh it'd be cool to ask her like what the difference was and was yeah. it nerve-wracking yeah and, yeah we'll work on that we'll have to work on that but a very very cool moment and I wanted to take a second to celebrate that because it should be celebrated and it should be talked about and it's history and uh you know that's something that even though we didn't get to see what we really wanted like I'll show that to my niece yeah you know so very very cool uh, and then before we move on from sports entirely, Tyson Jones. <laughs> we all know how I feel. Or about Robinson that Paul. Hey, yeah. I, okay. <laughs> well, first of all, um, Jake Paul knocking out Nate Robinson. Just the great. memes. Oh Oof, my god. Great. Oh my god. The memes. Oof. At least he lived up to the jokes. Yeah, I guess he just jumped back in the group text and was like, "All right, <sighs> bring it on." Yeah. Good for him. I mean. 
I mean, he got burned by Steph Curry pretty bad, you know? <laughs> like, even the NBA community's like, sorry, Nate. Yeah, no, everybody in the NBA community was like, that's not how like, NBA players fight. Please don't take this as an, an indictment. I was like, oh, no. Like, they dropped him quicker than Paul did. Yikes. Yikes. See, I want to see, like, James Jones in the in the fight, or, like, James Johnson, like, any any of the Jameses. Just want to see some people fight. <laughs> LeBron James. LeBron James. I wanna... James Worthy. And can, get... we, can we also say, like, Tyson won that fight. He did. Yeah. That was they not a draw. They just called it a draw because they want to try to do another one. And I, I'm i disappointed. It looked like it, in the post-fight press conference, Roy Jones wants no part of another fight. <laughs> he got his body wore out in yet, eight rounds of two minutes. Yet Tyson was out for 15 years. Well, and that's what Tyson was saying, yeah. actually, in the, in the post-fight. They're like... Hey, and he's like, man, everybody's talking about how long he's been out. He goes, I've been out for like 12 years. He's a machine. He the is. Machine. I, wanted, I, I will admit I wanted to see more from that fight. I wanted to see more than a lot of hugging. But I guess I can only expect what I can expect coming from two retired boxers that are in their 50s. Still incredible. And by the way, 15 years. 15 years. Because yeah. it was uh, Kevin McBride, I think, was his last in 05. Kevin McHale. <laughs> no. uh, I know that just, name. I thought it was good, man. I enjoyed it. It it, it, it was, was actually more contact than I expected to see. Yeah, I I thought they very easily could have just kind of coasted and and let it be boring. And I thought they actually fought each other, which I thought was cool. It was cool to see that. That was a cool moment, especially if you love boxing, you love the history of it. Someone compared it to like two grandpas fighting over a piece of pie at Thanksgiving. Uncles, <laughs> uncles. Yeah, uh, that's what it was. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't grandpas. It was uncles. That would have been better if it was grandpa's. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, I, I have a feeling that's not the last we're going to see of Mike Tyson. Nate Robinson. Wow. Sorry, buddy. All right, let's go to music. Music. I have to start off first and foremost saying a huge, huge, huge thank you to the whole Quad Pod fam, all the friends, everyone that's listened to Famous Friends, because uh absolutely crushed my first week streaming numbers and uh i still don't have the the exact number of streams that we got to but i mean pulling it up right now while i'm sitting here uh and this is into the second week obviously a little bit but on spotify if it will ever load <laughs> we're, we're, in, we're, in, the, we're in the basement studio man come on like yeah you can't do that no we can't no. We can't sing something. No. Um, it's over one and a half million streams just on Spotify. Hey. So that's awesome. That's amazing. Uh, that's crazy. And you guys are amazing and awesome for that. And uh, so happy that this is finally out there. I know I tease you guys all the time with new music and I'm so sorry, but I am very, very pumped for this one. And uh, it feels special. And I know it's really early to say that it's week one. It's basically the start of week two, but it feels different. Or all the teasing led to all of the, the people wanting to, <laughs> just wanting to stream it. it. Think about it. I, I don't know, but very, very happy. It's pretty cool. Well, dude. we love it. We all, everyone, I could speak for everyone and say we all love it. Well, all I know is uh, meant a lot that I have walked in a couple places at random and heard it playing. And that's just such a cool, that never gets old. But it's been a while. So I've heard like old stuff, but you know, I've just like, oh man, it, I forgot. Like it's been a long time since I randomly walked in somewhere and my new song was playing and 
I know that sounds really dumb. Uh, I don't think that sounds dumb. No, it's, not it's at all. It's just a cool it's feeling, great. man. It's, it's the point of the song to go out is for people to hear it. Well, and also so that you don't feel like your career is behind you. It's You're still in it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, yeah, that's my old song. That's cool. I loved when I did that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Here's your new one. It's like the difference between, you know, Tim McGraw here and Don't Take the Girl and... And, <laughs> and Truck, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, wait, that's old, too. Oh, yeah, that's old. Yeah, that's old. 7,500 OBO. <laughs> It's uh, it's an amazing feeling. So just know that I love you guys. Thank you. And if you haven't listened to it yet, go check it out. Hope you dig it. It's uh, a really really cool song. And and the the actual cool moment has been seeing people respond and say, "Dude, that reminds me of my hometown." Even though I'm being so specific with the names of people, like those are all actual people that I know. Yeah. And for me to be that specific and then get. What was that? My bad. She, yeah. she, she totally pulled up her yeah. iTunes and hit something. Yeah. My bad. And it, just being that specific to me, but having other people go, that reminds me of this person. That is the number one thing you're trying to do as, an, as a songwriter. Totally. So uh, big shout out to Corey Crowder and Carrie Barlow for writing that one with me. And Kane Brown, love you, dude. Thanks for being on that. So, what is that? <laughs> All right, time out. What, now, what is happening over there with There's you, Ryan? There's a motorcycle. Someone's, race, someone's racing in the streets. Okay. Um, they're really excited about Famous <laughs> Friends. Everything's fine. They're, they're excited. I do have to ask, though, because Famous Friends is amazing, and we all love the song. But since I do represent the Quad Pod squad here officially do you, though? on this podcast. Do you, though? Uh, well, they speak to me. Uh, oh. Sometimes not in such nice terms, but they do speak to me. Um, they want to know. When's the next single coming out? Oh my God! Settle down. Stop it. I don't it's think it's been the next a week. Single. I don't, You're I, laughing right now. I can it, stop it. It's Ryan. not the next stop single. It. I will speak for all of them, and they want the whole album. This basically doesn't even go to radio until January. Yeah, everyone just chill. Like the ad date is in January, and people are already playing it. Like that's the thing that's exciting. That feels awesome. Is there's stations that are already on this song. And even people that are like, hey, we're on Christmas music now, but on December 26th, we're coming out and playing this is uh, so awesome to see. Tell you what, I'll speak on Chris's behalf. If you get Famous Friends (laughs) to a billion streams before the end of the year, I will give you an album immediately. We will will text the album to you. I will send it to you directly. I will put it out there. Yes. Uh, One billion streams. Thank you for picking a number so enormous it will never happen. <laughs> I, got, um, I got you. But also, if it does, you're welcome. <laughs> hey, I got yelled at about this song already. Did you? Hey, really? If it yeah. does, Josh gets a raise. No, oh, Josh has already gotten a raise. It's true. <laughs> I, wait, I, I got yelled at. I, wait, what? I got yelled at about this song already. And um, I, I ran into a buddy of mine the other day who's a musician and he had his dog buddy with him and there's just a couple people having lunch and he came over and everybody was watching football and having a good time. And, uh, he walked up to me and was like, dude, what the hell? I was like, what, what are you talking about? What do you mean? What the hell? He's like, famous friends. And I'm not on it. Really? <laughs> it was Gavin DeGraw. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so, I love it. uh, Gavin, um, I love you. <laughs> but Wait, why haven't we had Gavin on? We will. Know. We will. Season two. <laughs> Season two. <laughs> we have quite a few people that need to come on. We've had a lot of people on here. And so it's, it's, more, uh, it's more than you think. Yeah, I'm trying to space it out. I don't want to run through all of them. But uh, yeah, sorry, Gavin. I love you. <laughs> I didn't realize that was. He's like, famous friends, really? 
It's like, where am I? I'm like, well, if we do like a, a big edit of it where it's a whole bunch of artists, then obviously you're invited. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Which could also be a cool thing. So we may get to that at some point. Um, video. Speaking music of music, video. and since we're in this segment, we always go around. What are you listening to, guys? Rye, what do you got? Start with that. <laughs> <laughs> Unprepared. I will go first. I'm not ready. Josh, what are you listening to? Uh, so one of my absolute favorite songs to sing harmonies to popped up. It's by an artist named Chris Young. It is the song Sober Saturday Night. This, I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> I was talking, I to, I was talking about Chris's Vince Gill face. this morning, dude. That's I really funny. Yeah. Right I'm not now. exaggerating. This is my favorite song to sing in the car, period. All right. I know. It's I know it's weird. Song. I know it's weird. I love that song. It's my favorite. I hit the high harmony on that last chorus over the weird chord. <laughs> yeah. Up there. Yep. That's it. All right. Big fan. <laughs> so Josh is getting another raise. Haley, what are you listening to? How many raises did you get today, Josh? A lot. The they're limit very, does not exist. Yeah, they're very small. but <laughs> It's a quarter, but yeah. I'll take it. So... I've been listening to Sean Mendez and Justin Bieber. They put out a song called Monster, which, by the way, is so good, especially for any of you males out there. Because, again, as as weird as that sounds, because you, you, a girl may be like, I love you so much. Like, you're, you're up here, and they see you at this level, but then they go, but what happens if I, if I mess up? Like, or immediately you're not up there anymore you're a complete monster and it's it's the song is really good if you actually listen to lyrics even justin Bieber talking about when he first started like everyone put him so high and then as he grew up he started to mess up and so he was not a good you know what i mean so that i just love the song and the lyrics and i love sean mendez so you're great ryan you got something now or do i need i'm to ready go? now okay. i'm ready <laughs> all right I'm go ready. ahead buddy so i was trying to think of the album that i was that just popped on from one of my all-time favorite artists and it just popped on my Alexa yesterday and it's 8701 Usher. Uh, sure. right, so first of all 8701 <laughs> 8701 uh, oh my god oh lord can I keep going go ahead <laughs> all right all right and it is not it is not one of the more popular songs on the album but you turn to one of my no, favorite that's a songs. It's a great song. song yeah. so that whole album slaps. Yeah. It, it, it's it amazing. It's amazing. And it came on and I was like, all right, this brings me back to 2007. This is great. Let's go. I like it. Big yeah. fan. I, like I, I appreciate that. Big, big fan. Um, all right. So I have to say, we always talk about like diving deep into lyrics and like things that need to be lyrically like heavy and all the stuff. Do I know where you're going with this? No, you don't. Uh, this song, I was shocked. Like all of the the negatives that are about this, like those lyrics are dumb. And I'm like, that song is awesome. Is it the Vin Diesel song? Again? No, <laughs> it's Bang by AJR. I don't know the song. Yeah, you do. I don't. I can't. Think you of do it. know this song. All right. All I think of is Bang by Mike Green. I just time out. I'm just gonna we're, we're gonna, with the we're rebound. Gonna, we're gonna pause on the pod. I'm gonna play this for them, and then we'll be right back. I've never heard the song. What ever, I know ever. everything about yeah, that. Yeah, you know this song. I, know, I knew you I know, would know this. Rye, do you know this song? I do know the song, but Mike, Mike Green could sing it. I have no idea uh, but that's my thing: is the the lyrics of that song are 
funny and kind of throw away, but it's supposed to be that for what the song is. And I feel like people are like, "Uh, song sucks, bad lyrics. That's like one star, not country. Like, it's, no. it's not, I mean, like, that's, that's just lazy. I would just say you don't like the song. Okay, fine. I, I think it's fantastic, though, and I can't get it out of my head. Which is so funny because it is with all the running I've been doing this month, dun, that song's dun, dun. been coming on a lot. And I thought about bringing that song up because I was about to say, there's like, it sounds like a video game almost. Yeah, there's And there's I thought moments. about bringing the song up and being like, you guys would love this song because of this. And you beat me to it. So there you go. Bang! Good job. No, no, no. <laughs> all right, let's go to movies. <laughs> movies. I could talk about this movie. I, I And I know we did not discuss it last week. All right. Has everyone seen it? Yes. I finished it this morning. You had... Never mind. Here's the thing. I owe you an apology for not watching it the week before. I that told movie you. is on the Orient Express. so good. Yes. I told you it was so good. I'm so glad that you like it. I'm so glad. I It's like a, when I was watching it, I was like, Josh is going to love this. It is everything Josh. And... Again, the movie ends with a murder on the Nile, and I'm like, oh, I need to do that. They, they allude to the next film. Yeah, yeah. Yes. and now, now your reaction when we were in the theater when that popped up makes, it makes so sense. much more sense. Oh, dude, I was so pumped. And now they've delayed it, and I'm so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> um, th- this movie you know what it reminds me of a little bit? It reminds me a little bit of Knives Out. In yeah. a, in a, it does, in but a better. Way. Like okay. it's, yeah, um, I don't know. Knives Out was really good. Knives Out was really good, but I think I like the way that they played this out better than they did Knives Out. Wow. Knives Out was funnier. Is it? Is it because? Okay, yeah. Hang on. Is it because that this is a big cast film that is a murder mystery, a la something like the game of Clue, mm-hmm. and there's an inspector, and that's what makes you think of Knives Out? Yeah, to a degree. But you also had the protagonist kind of filling that same role with Daniel Craig, and I'm forgetting the actor's name in the Murder on the Orient Express. Brana. Thank you. Brana. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yes, I, I think it's similar, but also there's that same sort of thrill that keeps you guessing all throughout the movie. Yes. And I, again, Knives Out was funnier, but I guess you can think of it as like, I still see them as two completely different movies. Like Knives Out was made to be a comedy that was turned into a clue game, whatever. Same thing with this one. Wait, wait, wait. Murder mystery? Yeah. It was just funnier. You can just say it was funnier. That's fine. This one was more serious. It's okay. It was more serious. So it's like I was more focused on the murder than just like guessing. You know what I mean? Like I was was into it. I was trying to put the clues together myself. Was not expecting the way that it ended. I knew it was going to end very differently, but it was not the way I thought it was going to end. I liked how they set up early his need for like things to be even even and just mm-hmm. and even stepping in Time for when he steps in the poo and then he's like <laughs> it's not that I it's not that I stepped in it it's that I need to step in it with my other foot so yeah. that it's equal and now we're good yeah and now we're fine yeah like when he's trying to get the eggs the same size yep. and, and that's and it's it, it's very, very interesting because it, let's just read through this. And obviously this has been adapted many times from a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not the very first time they've done Murder on the Orient Express. And it says uh, on Google, a lavish trip through Europe quickly unfolds into a race against time to solve a murder aboard a train. When an avalanche stops, the Orient Express dead in its tracks, the world's greatest detective arrives to interrogate all passengers and search for clues before the killer can strike again. And by the way, it was directed by Kenneth yeah. Branagh as well. Yeah. 
And I think I'm pronouncing his name right. Brano? I think so. B R A N A G H. Oh, no. That's funny. Um, but it's it's really cool. Like, I, I love this and I like the take on it and the fact that it's him, Johnny Depp, Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, Daisy Ridley. Josh Gad. Judy Dench. Yeah, Josh Gad, who I had to explain to her as the voice of Olaf from Frozen, <laughs> which is really weird to see him in like this setting. Yep. Um, Willem Dafoe, Penelope Cruz, it, just an incredible cast, incredibly well directed. I loved it. I know it was not a critical darling. Um, even if you look at like Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 61%. Boo. Like that's, that's a low score that's for low. Rotten Tomatoes. It's still, you know. It's not a, bad. And but. it's a beautifully shot movie. It's very like... Well, I mean, oh, yeah. Do you think it's because it was... Do you think some people saw it as predictable? Well, I mean, it's obviously predictable if you've seen or read or... you know. Correct. It's a but if you haven't, uh, you know, that's... I'm wondering what, what but did leads you predict to such that a ending? low score. Did you predict that ending? Uh, I predicted part of the ending, um, but not the full ending. Are we spoiling things here? Not completely. <laughs> Do it. I, I, I predicted from once they got on the train that the blonde woman would be involved in some regard. I knew that that would be the case because that was just too much foreshadowing there And once, the, once he got on the train. But I didn't predict that the entire train would be in on it. Yeah. Wow, that was a big spoiler. Yeah, I mean, we said spoilers. We said spoilers. They, they can return. Can I say, okay, can I say one thing that We maybe... also told people to watch this two <laughs> weeks ago, and I had to wait on you guys yep. to yeah. catch up. But I've seen this movie like eight times. I love this movie. There's something about the way that he plays the protagonist that I just love. Yep. Can I say one thing that did not get anything, that I didn't get anything from, that maybe will come up in the next movie, or I missed something? He's constantly referring to his lost love. No, it's never addressed. I don't think it's, it's ever never addressed. addressed. Okay, it's just constantly like he keeps going back to that, and I'm like, what's going to come from this? There's got to be some sort of meeting. They're not going to put this into the movie like it's like it should be something big, and then nothing comes from it. It can't just be that stupid. I love you. Where are you? Like, I feel as though the psychology of it would be he lost his big love, and so he dove into work, and work needs to maintain a balance, and so that is why. I feel like something, the way that they keep going back to it constantly, I feel like... I'm just saying like, this is an Agatha Christie novel. If anyone likes to read like I do, maybe you should read the book. Mm. Well, again, it's... They made a book hate, out of this? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much right now. I like watching my books, too. Uh, Anyways. <laughs> I didn't hit that, that point that they kept making the way that I wanted to know about why maybe that's the point i don't like it because now you'll continue to see these movies i'm ready for the next one i am too especially since gal got it <laughs> is in the next one. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> what gal gado good yes gal <laughs> yes you and me bear you and me bear <laughs> pronunciation <Yikes>. experts <laughs> Gal Gadot, yes. Gal got it. I don't know. I mean, wrong. she got it, but that's not how you say her name. <laughs> Gal Gadot, yes. I mean, there, there's a lot of books. There's three act tragedy. There's murder in Mesopotamia. There's death on the Nile. There's cards on the table. Like that. There's if you enjoy that, 
idea and you enjoy the book, there's a lot of Agatha Christie novels that, that revolve around that character. Do you think that this will be a like uh, universe? Man, I think so. And I, I mean, they're obviously doing it because they're, they're doing Death on the Nile. And it looks stunning. If you guys have not seen that trailer, if you enjoyed this movie, just go watch the trailer for the next one. Although it's going to be the same feeling that I had. I got so excited. And then the very next week, they're like, it's been delayed. And I got so depressed. I know. We're like getting ready to pre-order tickets and stuff. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Anyway, fantastic, fantastic movie. Uh, This is one of those that I can watch over and over and over. Like Deepwater Horizon is like that for me. And that's not a movie that you would be like, huh? Like, you know what happens at the end. You know what's coming. It's just such a great film. Do you find, so much like Knives Out on the second and third times I saw it, do you feel like you you see things? You saw things in this mm-hmm. on the rewatch? Yeah. But that's the thing about those kind of movies is it makes you want to watch them even more so you can find the, the, the hidden eggs that you're like, oh my gosh, how did I not see that before? Yeah. I, I agree. Like the little Easter eggs where it's like, oh man, they... It's like, oh, that's when he knew this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, that's when he figured that out. All right. Um, before we move on from movies, it's something that we don't reference much anymore is the fact that when we first started this podcast, we made a big deal out of the fact that one of the things that Haley has done that we have not, that gives her a different perspective, is animal training. Oh. And Clifford is getting canceled. Oh, that's you, worked, uh, you worked on that movie, and uh, man, people are very unhappy about Clifford right now. Can I give my full opinion? I, yes, I okay. do. We're going to have to go to you. So, if you've not seen this, go watch the very first trailer for the Clifford movie and Clifford the Big Red Dog. Like, I grew up with Clifford the Big Red Dog. Same. He's like Solo Cup Red. Not even, like a little even more maroon. Mm mm. No, he's, no he's, he is red. Oh, no, no. Oh, I thought you were talking about like, Oh, no, the that's one. that's the problem is that when you see this trailer, you'll know what we're getting ready to talk about. And it is that they, he, I, fumble. It's, yeah, it's a fumble I, at the I, one. Don't, I don't like it. I don't like the color that they've made Clifford. No. And they and also, love- he does not appear to be big enough. Oh, no, no. Oh, are you seeing this, this now, right? Yeah, this is not. No. It is. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Come on, Bear. So, again, I was very lucky enough that I got a chance to go work on this movie set. And so I never get to actually see the CGI representation of it. I just see the puppet and how it's done. This trailer that they're showing, and they keep saying it's not big enough, I'm pretty sure this is the puppy version of Clifford, and it's not how big he's going to be. But what I can agree with is the color of this dog. That is not red. I don't know if they it have It is to... a red, but it, it looks like wine. It doesn't yeah. look like Clifford the Big Red or Dog. Like old tomato sauce. Yes. So, like you said, I hope they do what they He's did not, with You're Sonic. laughing, right? but it's old old tomato sauce. I'm really hoping that this is a Sonic the Hedgehog situation where they put this out and everyone yells at them loud enough, you messed up, and they fix it and it comes out and it's great. Because you're supposedly possibly in this movie. I, I am possibly in this movie and... You would a like scene. to be good. <laughs> <laughs> I am very, I hope if it's a bad movie, I am not because <laughs> I don't want to be associated with it. Because if you guys know who I am, you will see long blonde hair and be like, yeah, that's bear right there. Please don't associate with me if it's a bad movie. It's a good movie. I hope so. But I'm still yeah. trying to figure out who you are. I'm not a single person, but I am in a scene. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, stop. Okay, part of Very animal confusing. training. Oh, my God. That did not make any sense. You are in a scene. You're not a named character in the film. Correct. Because I will. Let me, you are I not a single person. That. A lot of things that you don't realize is when it comes to animal she training. She is a single person. <laughs> a lot. Of, what happens a lot on set with animal training is a lot of the times you are actually handling the animal. So who you think is in the scene is actually the animal trainer and not the actor. You are, you are a double. You may not even be an extra. It's actually the trainer. I can, there's a lot of giveaways I can give from very big movies about it not being the actual character and it's the trainer in that scene. But yes, so I had to be the trainer and, and act and act in the scene. Well, so. we're we're hoping Clifford gets fixed because right I have now, a question. right now Clifford is getting canceled. You you, <laughs> you, you brought fixed. up you brought up Clifford, which leads me to bring this up because you all said you and Josh agreed. Well, we were brought up on Clifford. This was like the dog of your generation, the big red dog. Yes, I was brought up on Blue's Clues. So, I mean, who's who's bigger out there? Is it Blue's Clues or Clifford. is it Clifford? Clifford will be bigger. Clifford's in books. Like I would argue that more. That's an interesting thing. Like, uh, who knows what? There's there's not a good way to make that a poll because then it becomes who do you think is cooler? But there's a. I I think more people know Clifford the Big Red Dog because it's a generational thing. I think it's it's an older reference, but so many people know who that is, and then probably parents have shown their kids a Clifford the Big Red Dog book at some point. Uh, Blue's Clues was like very much a generation of people, yeah. not generations, plural. Yes, I agree with that statement. Like Blue's Clues was like when Face was on Disney. Channel. And I might be wrong, but I know. I, do you know what she's talking about? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. That's I do. when Face was popular. And it was a smaller time frame, but it was such a big time. Frame. It was one generation, not yeah. multiple generations. Yeah. I think that's. I, I, I didn't realize Clifford the Big Red Dog was first published in '63. Like that's you just said forced, and you stumbled over the you you got the hell out of that. You want to try that one more time? I tried to ignore it. I just kept steamrolling <laughs> ahead, tumbling, falling, grabbing at things, and pulling everything down with yes. me. <laughs> Clifford the Big Red Dog, 1963 was when it was first published. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. that's my point. Is I think it's. And an older reference, but also one that most people would recognize probably because their parents showed it to them. For, for sure. It was my like my sister, who is seven years older than I am. She loved Clifford. I loved Clifford. Because like she loved, yeah. Yeah. There's exactly. generations to this. Regardless if they change Clifford or not, I'm going to see this movie. I oh, we're to. all going to see it. It's just we hope we see something that is not what the trailer <laughs> is right now. Yeah, because... Yikes. It looks like when you put pasta in like... <laughs> Like Tupperware, and then it just it stains it, you know. Oh and, my god! And I'm not gonna lie, like I, I sent, you're not wrong is the problem. The second that he brought it up, I sent all the articles and the screenshots of Clifford with the other trainer that I worked with, and even she goes, "Oh my gosh, like what is going on?" And yeah. we're like, "Oh." I think I think they need to Sonic the Hedgehog this. Yes, they do. Yeah. All right, let's go to the hot take. Oh. oh my god you gotta do it did you feel everyone just waiting for <laughs> everybody yeah just do it again do it again go go such power i know Attack! Attack! 
At least you know where the button for that one is. <laughs> oh, shut up. Oh, no, no, that was bad. That was bad. That was the puberty hot take. <laughs> that was the puberty hot take. Hot take. Hey, guys. <laughs> I feel, like we're, I feel the, like we're falling uh, apart the further we get into this. That was no, it's it's so the hot take this week is mine. And it is the best Western of all time. Not the best, best Western of all time, because that, <laughs> that'd be different. But the best Western of all time, to me, Tombstone. That I don't think there's a question. I don't think you can argue this from 1993 a Western slash drama. 91% of Google users like this movie. Kurt Russell, Bill Paxton, Sam Elliott. It's incredible. Val Kilmer. Like it, it's a, it's oh my God. incredible Val Kilmer. Oh my, yeah, it's, it's Val Kilmer probably in his best role and he's not even listed in the first three actors of this film. Yep. It is insane. So good. I remember sitting and watching this movie with my dad. And I, I I watched a lot of Westerns with my dad growing up. And I know this one's 93. So there's a lot of black and whites and, and a lot of history. I just think there was something special about this movie. And this is always going to be my favorite. Period. There's so many quotes from it. The scene where he's like miming gun, like it, Throwing his gun around when he's drunk mm-hmm. at the bar with the little cup. Oh, yeah. I think it's hilarious. The part where he is, where's Wyatt? He's out there just walking on the water. Yeah. I, like, it, there's so many things with this movie. I still, like, as a joke, will go, no, <laughs> to my dad when he says something that I want to say no to. And it all goes back to this movie. I watched it with him. It was me and my dad watching a Western together, which I thought was really cool. And I. Not only do I have a link to it, I just think personally, this is the best Western of all time. Don't at me. <laughs> this isn't even a hot take. I'm just taking this over just and telling saying you, this, this is, is it. what it is. This is it. It's good. I like it. I do like Tombstone. But is it as good as a movie that came out three years before then? In May of 1990. The third of a great trilogy of Back to the Future movies. Back to the Future 3. It is. That is set in. Get the hell out of here. That is a Western movie. Get out of here, dude. It has cowboys. It has a shootout at a corral. It is a Western. And it is great. I was not expecting that. I knew knew somebody was going to do this. Stop it. (laughs) You knew I was going to do this. I knew you were going to do this. Stop right now. Stop. And by the way, this is going to this will be like, I assume all of us have different movies. So I know this is going to go down to a vote. If you guys <laughs> choose back to the future, three. back to the future three is the best Western of all time. I'm going to be so mad. I'm saying this directly into your ear right now. Do it. <sighs> I love that. be on the right side God. of history. Be on the right side. That's exactly. Yes. Do it. All right, Rye. What do you got? I'm just resigned to it now. Now I'm just depressed. I'm sad I even brought this up. Because you had to come with that second. Really? They weren't speaking God. up. I was going to let them go, but then no one was talking. You were ready. To. You were on your feet ready for that. I was ready. Just, just for the sake of uh, convincing the Quad Pod squad to vote for it, I'm siding with Josh. No. Oh, no. So you're not going to do Wild Wild West with 
Will Smith. I was gonna, I was gonna do it, but that would just be to just throw clunkiness into this segment, and I don't know if it deserves that. That movie is not good. I, I come on, any Will Smith movie, you know, deserves some sort of recognition. It's the perfect amount of cheesy for a Wild West movie. It I'm is. not big into westerns either, so and, you know. And, and by West. the way, can I also say it, the the exact quote? Since we talked about misremembering quotes last week, it's "Where's Wyatt down by the creek, walking on water." So, well, and everyone always misquotes the Huckleberry line too. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go. Um. <laughs> it's good because you're the only one left. So you know, you mentioned watching <clears throat> this with your dad. So this movie. I don't know if it's, I love it that much more because I do watch it with my dad and we always reference this movie together or if it's because it's a bomb cast, but I already looked at the lists. It's not in the top 10 of any lists. I think a lot of people forget about this movie, but I'm, I have to go with the quick and the dead from 1995. I think we all seen. went new movies. Yeah. No vintage That's Westerns. No, the good, the bad and the ugly, which is one of my favorites. No, I, I don't, it, it may just, what was Ryan's? I just ignored him completely. Oh, Wild Wild talking. West. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I so mean, again, what was Ryan's pick? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Uh, again, Sharon Stone, Leonardo DiCaprio, Gene Hackman, Russell Crowe, Lance Haskins. Like this movie, I love. Again, I don't know if it's because it was that special connection that I have with my dad and that we always reference to it, but it's not a Western movie that people automatically gravitate towards compared to some of the others. But this is by far. My favorite. And I'm not saying it because Leonardo DiCaprio is in it. But yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. No, yeah, you are. not. There you are. Spoiler alert, he dies. I don't want to see him die. So, <laughs> so again, thank you guys so much for listening to the Quad Podcast this week. I am Chris Young. As always, you will find us here each and every week. Thank you for voting Tombstone as your favorite Western of all time. One more from Quick Ryan in the day. from Miami. Producer Josh and Haley the Bear. We love you guys. And we're out. You do not have to pick Tombstone just because Chris said so. Just saying. Entertainment Weekly technically has Back to the Future 3 as the 25th greatest Western of all time. It's incredible. You're kidding. Does Brokeback Mountain count? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, just vote for Tombstone. Longest ride? Where are we at? No. I guess. True Grit? I guess. True Grit's great. True Grit's awesome. What about Django? That's the thing. It's like none of you guys referenced any classic Western. I ruined this by going with 93. I should have just gone with the old movie, and then you guys could have made the jokes about Back to the Future 3 and Wild Wild West and... Josh, no, just, Quick and the Dead uh, is good. Come what? on, Quick and the Dead is good. Yes, what? Josh, yes. Brokeback Mountain is fifth. <laughs> <laughs>